commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! From the dune seas of Tatooine, I'm Greg Skondak, and you're listening to Gorwell News, your trusted holonet news service providing in-depth coverage of the latest stories for around the galaxy. Now for your new segment rundown for January 19th, 2022. The book report of Boba Fett. And now, for our review of the Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 4, The Gathering Storm. Thank you very much, Greg's Kondak. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Core World News. Here we go for another week covering the fourth episode of Book of Boba Fett. Um, we are proud to bring you yet another book report of Boba Fett. Uh, how are you guys doing uh, this week? Adam, Grant, what's up? Oh, all my dreams fulfilled in this episode, I must say. Yeah. Um, lots of droid love, and that goes a long way with me. So I got two thumbs up. Love this episode. Um, yeah, 100% agreed. And I just it's one of the things I have to realize is the pacing on the show is different than the pacing on The Mandalorian, which I appreciate. And so I'm like, why did they do this last episode? I'm like, because they're doing a longer game. So there's some of the stuff I wanted them to do last episode. They did in this episode where it made sense. <laughs> your uh, Tuka cat took out your microphone. There. Sure did. I think I'm back in business, though. Yeah, yeah right. Right. I was making my point, but whatever. You get it. You get the idea. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk more about like the timing and how they use scenes. Like, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not a film like expert by any stretch of the imagination. But I can tell when they take time to do beats now, thanks to, you know, doing this podcast for 200 and 19 times um when they're just taking their time to like make a point and it doesn't need to happen but they're making it happen because it's a fun beat and there's just so much of that through this whole episode where they just want to take you on this ride it's just like you know it's like robert rodriguez and john favreau like playing in a sandbox and yeah um telling these really fun fun uh, star wars stories definitely tugging on some nostalgia things too but um yeah, fantastic. Why don't we start? This episode at... was also like the the connective tissue. I think we were missing from the Mandalorian and from where this show begins, and yeah. sort of connecting Fennec yeah. to Boba, and that that whole storyline that we really didn't get in in the Mandalorian. We kind of had to take Boba's word for for healing her. We we got to see that story in this episode, and so that was that was fun. That was great because we had, it, was, it was always kind of head cannon before this episode, and yeah. now it's kind of filled in. And, and they um, they did it in a way that advanced the characters as well. So it didn't just feel like, you know, story for story's sake. It actually was very important and meaningful because we just see at the beginning of the series, Fennec and Boba are just kind of, you know, best pals in a lot of ways. Yes, and this right. does a really good job of showing how quickly they got there and why they got there. You also get Boba Fett's kind of mo like his his motivation mm -hmm. in this mm -hmm. episode if we finally get the definition of who he is now in the star wars canon yeah and it's brilliant it's actually and he actually they doubled down on it they basically like hammer this twice in the episode where he is yeah he is de he is definite in his new direction as a crime lord he's he's you know it's he doesn't he doesn't want to take orders from any anyone ever ever again he doesn't want to risk his life for you know people he deems you know idiots or yeah 
yeah which i thought unworthy it really explained it for me i was like yeah that makes total sense he's just like i'm tired of being kicked around yeah didn't have to be any grand thing you know it was just like yeah i'm just tired of being someone else's boss and that we that's what we talked about the most before the show came out we were like who is boba fett now like who is he in the galaxy and we got we got that's that's all now filled in now we know exactly his trajectory like what he's planning or you know how he's operating and uh he's no longer a hunter period i have to ask you both a did you expect to learn this this soon in the series at we're at the halfway point here this is episode four or seven and b did you expect those flashbacks to catch up this soon like at four like like okay and then no and i then thought now i thought the elements were so compelling that they were bringing in that you could play them long form yeah uh, and in in like they're doing now in a serialized way you could still do that but just really tease stuff out for longer and make it more devastating when it collides uh i think you could you know a lot of characters i think i would draw out especially the tuscans and i don't think all the tuscans are gone i think there's actually more story there honestly i think I don't know. I think they're um do we see the the person who trained the woman who trained him? Do we see her? Did she die? Yeah, they all died. Alleged. Uh, I don't know if we saw her on the pyre. She might have escaped. She was I think I saw the hard. chief. Yeah, I thought I saw, I saw the, the chief. little stick. And that's yeah. like I saw. Yeah. I kept an eye out for her and I I didn't notice her. I didn't I didn't go back and 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 you know go frame by frame, but she wasn't you would think they would have prominently displayed her if she was there because it was a, a big character. So she might show up again. Um to answer your questions, Ben, yeah, I'm I am surprised. I think I, I you know, I, I kind of uh, appreciate that the storyline sped up when it needed to speed up. Um it is odd. Like we have now caught up in the timeline. So apparently he did spend all five years or however long just on yeah. Tatooine. The other thing though is, you know, we'll talk about it when we go through, you know, beat by beat the plot. He talks about having scores to settle. Yeah. Plural. We see him settle a singular score. Two scores. Yeah. Two scores. I... That one though was like kind of the end of it, right? So mm-hmm. part of me is like, is there more st- are we gonna get more flashbacks that fill in some of this? Or even um I was talking with Carly about this, or even if they're going to keep the flashback as part of the show mechanics, which I kind of like, we can go even pre prior to Jedi. It'd be very easy to tell those stories, right? We just we just put yeah. someone else in the armor, and he never takes off the armor. Oh, like in Django armor, right? Yeah, yeah no, or yeah, I'm or his armor. Constantly yeah. surprised that Dark Lords of the Sith don't like linger or haunt more characters in the Star Wars galaxy. Like, you'd think Boba would think about Vader now and again, or Luke would think about the Emperor, or like, you know, some these are these are essentially dark wizards in the fiction of it all. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know what effect they have other than to, you know, inspire. Especially- Especially when you're dealing yeah. with a ton of people with mods. <laughs> I kept waiting for a, re- a Vader reference. Oh, right. A Va- yeah. And I mean, Boba's worked closely with Vader. It's, I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. it's odd that it's not odd that he wouldn't be included, but it's like, it's, he could talk about it. Vader could say it just, you know, blase, just drop Vader. Yeah. yeah. And like, I used like, to work with fine with mods. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I didn't think about it. I mean, it's a big galaxy and, you know, Boba's a hard case. But yeah, like if you run up against like the evil incarnate um, a couple of times, you'd think you'd remember it. 
it's a big galaxy, but this show is not acting like it's a big galaxy. I, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I don't shocked. Know. I, it's a big, big red herring at the end. I, I'm hoping yeah. that it goes in a wildly different direction than what a lot of people are thinking at the end of this episode. It's obvious what's going to happen, but yeah. I hope it's not. Yeah. I hope it's a different, I hope it's, um, can we, can we start at the beginning and just blow yeah. by blow this thing yeah, and then no, we'll the get there head. and we'll, we'll end with our pontification because yeah. that mm -hmm. to me is the most fun. That's what I was looking for today is just talking about the end of the yeah. show. Yeah. Um, Cause I know we've already talked about it for hours and hours, but I know we could talk about this for like forever. Mm. Uh, but uh, and I'm looking forward to it. But why don't we why don't we start at the beginning? Um, yeah. So we, we finally get the end of the flashbacks. We kind of talked about that. That's that's sort of wild. Um, we got to start with that opening scene, though, with the Bantha and the flare and. Yeah. The title yeah, so card, finding Fennec in the title yeah. card. Like that was yes. a great opening. <laughs> yeah. It was. So awesome. So we have a different perspective on the, the battle from uh, Mandalorian episode five yeah. from the first yeah, the gunslinger. Yeah, and yeah. it is the scene with when he walks up to her, the tease. It was the yes, yeah, like Breaking Bad, like who and is that with the shoes kind of thing. I'm sure your your soundtrack minds caught the Mandal Mando sting. Oh yeah, well yeah. there's a, there's oh, a lot. Uh, of yeah, there's a couple. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. That. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went interesting at the very end. Carly went what, and I'm like, well, yeah. Oh yeah, I guess it starts there, right? That's the first time you mm -hmm. hear. Yeah. 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 I. I missed the one at the end. Jenny was the one who told me about it because it happened so many times. I was just like, well, they're just sort of blending the vibe here, but you know, it's like, you can't press the motif button too many times, you know? Right. Yeah. And, uh, and they do because there's a lot of crossover with Mandalorian here. Um, yeah. So we, we get him. Yeah. And then it was, it was so great. He flips her over and then it was like, boom, title card, like yeah. you said. And, uh, then you get like, like okay. the Daft Punk. <laughs> yeah. Cyberpunk. <laughs> Bar on the outskirts of Mos Eisley, yeah, which yeah. is now instantly my favorite de travel destination on Death like, Oh yeah, with the, with uh, Thundercat doing mods. <laughs> was that Thundercat? It was. Yeah, <laughs> I would look it up. Music, and I was like, the jazz in the beginning, the kind of like electro jazz that was. He probably made it himself. That was incredible. Yeah, uh, there's like drum and bass. There's like Prodigy blasting in there. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <"Nice." laughs> Okay. Yeah, industrial is yeah. like kinda, it yeah. felt very late nineties. It felt very much like my senior year of high school in that place. Yeah, it did. It does have that vibe, man. That is so yeah. funny why they it went that way. Of, yeah. Jenny was like, "Is this like Star Wars EDM?" And I'm like, eh. "It's, it's trying things older." It's trying. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's pushing the envelope. Yeah, um, it's a pretty interesting. I thought it was almost great, like Matrixy. But... Yeah, it was a different yeah. feel, but it, I like it. Was. It. I thought it worked for Boba Fett and Fennec Shand, two kind of outlaws. Yeah, it didn't throw me at all for some reason. It, like, I feel like I got thrown a little bit last week. We could, yeah. we, we talked about, but I'm like, I'm like, I think now that I've seen the mods, which by the way, when they call them the mods, I'm like, oh, I get it. Uh, yeah. but we'll get there. Um, <laughs> but you know, yeah. I was like, all right, this is now part of the Star Wars universe and a galaxy, and I've accepted it, and now this feels right. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty super. Uh, I, so I was really surprised. He's like, aren't you going to close her up? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, wouldn't you want to be closed up? And then he's like, no, uh, show <laughs> like, that I'm off. Yeah. Work away. Yeah. That's yeah, right. that's choice. yeah. So maybe we should wake up her and ask her. Yeah, I know. But it was also kind of great for that body horror moment, which mm -hmm. like, I'm not a fan of, but that was like, twisted. I am. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, yeah. and then Boba's like, you are master assassin, Fennec Shand. I was like, nice. Like, master <laughs> assassin. Like, that's that's a great title. If Boba knows you as that, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. There were a couple Boba Fett. Be- he, like, he, he, like, needlessly introduces himself a couple times. Once to the uh, to the LEP droid, which is pretty <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that was kind of terrifying. But the but that can, literal campfire scene was uh, pretty cool. Yeah, they start like so hashing good. it out. It was like like there are things that they long play, but there's actually stuff happens really fast in this show. Yeah, like, they, they they actually do. It's really tight. They know how to like move a you know the exposition when it needs to just be moved and gotten out of the way. And then like some beats, they just really play with. Yeah. That's the fun connection between Boba and Fennec is that, you know, he starts that he was like, I too was left for dead on the sands of Tatooine and the dunes of Tatooine. And I was like, I was like, this is great. And then he was like, I was rescued by the sand people. Like I, you know, they took me in as one of their own. And then, um, you know, he's like, I tried to help, but then they were like slaughtered or something. And it was like just devastating. And you got the whole whatever we saw in the flashbacks. He basically gives tells her about that. Right. And it's like and it's like tomorrow. Morrison is just, I think, incredible. Like I right. love I even like the hammy like, you know, I'm Boba Fett, the needless introduction. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, it's like yes. I'm Batman. It's like cheesy and fun. And I I think he does it perfectly. So I'm Batman. Like, Agreed. I <laughs> I, I respect that last episode in this episode after the tribe got slaughtered, he didn't, there was no like falling to his knees, screaming no to the sky. Right. Like he, he's yeah. stoic. He is stoic. it hit him and it hurt him, but it's not one of those things where he's just like, I, I did this. I, I'm, you know, I can't do anything at all. He, he's like, well, what's the real cause here? What's the real problem? Right. And much like most people, instead of thinking about what actions, he did that led to it he's just like you know what it's these but it's these it's these crime lords that keep yeah. getting people killed yeah 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 and then we, yeah and then again we get that we now understand his compass where he's heading uh and and how he's not going to work for anyone anymore and you know he's going to be his own boss and you know peace and run this crime yeah. empire it's uh, really it's funny because like really from great. here on every action and like beat feeds into like evidence that he's moving on and why he's moving on, right. what made him sort of change. Fennec, everything Fennec does is like, you know, she, she saves his life like no less than four times over the course of the rest <laughs> of the episode. It's true. Yeah, there's a uh, great like B plot in this episode where Boba's like, I need to get my armor back. And then, yeah. you know, and then she, and she's like, why? It's just like armor, whatever. It's, it's like, <laughs> yeah, basically. And he's yeah. like, not best guy. And then he's like, and then he's like, uh, he's like, I'm less persuasive without my armor. And I was like, that line is fantastic. And then uh, I just Which, I love the whole B plot of him going to get his armor in this episode. It's kind of yeah. like in the background. We get we, there's some great scenes where he goes to do that. And it's that yeah. was really fun. I love how they sort of left it up to us to be like, now go watch. If you don't know what happened in between there and when yeah. he like KOs. um uh, Bib Fortuna, then go watch. I, and Carly's watched all these. I think just, you know, she watched The Mandalorian and watched this. And she's just like, wait, so how did he get his armor back again? I'm like, well, in a flashback and a flashback. Because now we're like flashbacking and flashbacks. Because now we have, yeah, now we have Boba's flashback and, and with Timothy Oliphant's flashback <laughs> to piece this yeah. all together. Right. <laughs> it's great. Right. I love yeah. it. 
to get it all there. Yeah. Then there's the heartfelt goodbye to the Bantha between Boba and the Bantha. That just Boba that loves gave animals. Me all the feels, yeah. all the feels he's, in that scene. He's a friend of the beasts. The, yeah. You yeah. love the beast. Beast master. Love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're just taking that holiday special note and running with it. And I think that's great that he is, yeah. you know, he's the master of beasts. Um, there was also a good line there that I didn't want to skip over. But uh, Fennec says it's unlikely that speed bikers took out Tuskins. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah, yeah. yeah, good call, Ben. Yeah, that's that's shadow, foreshadowing or or right. past, or side sh- past shadowing. I don't know because it's a flashback. Uh, but you know, way yeah. foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, yeah, because so there maybe is now, you know, now that it's it's interesting that you brought up that that one Tuscan may not have passed away um, because, you know, she could tell him who actually killed, you know, right. who, you know, who took out everybody. Um, I thought I saw her gaffy stick, but maybe not. I think it was the, the chief's gaffy stick and then it was the little stick of the kid. And that was it. Um, she's tough to kill, too. I can't imagine anyone killing that Tuscan. Um Anywho, so they did do that. Uh, Master of the Beast, the Beast goes on his way. A lot of good, a lot of good Bantha time here. Yeah. <laughs> They're really oh, milking like every like nostalgia note from Tatooine you can possibly you're have. Free to roam the Dune Sea, <laughs> make Bantha babies. babies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and good. also, like a lot of up close and personal time with a Bantha in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is great given personality and. Apparently they're carnivores or at least sure omnivores. Omnivores, oh, yeah. yeah. Early on he throws it like yeah, one of those yeah, little shank. runners. Yeah, or uh, yeah. scurriers. Bone and all just like, yeah. yep. Yeah. I like when he's like when he's talking about going to get his armor, he's like, either I get it or die. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Nice. Or it's not even his armor, but his ship. Now he has to get there. Yes. He talks about getting his ship. And I'm like, Okay, this is the episode. We're gonna go get the slave one, like in the bowels of of Jabba's palace. It's going to happen. Yeah, let's go. This is about to happen, and it's like a full infiltration. It's like we go in through the like the kitchen. Like it's it's fantastic. Like I, it's it's what I love. It actually resembles a lot of like Rodriguez stuff that I I love. Some of his like kind of uh, just his choreography and the sort of action beats and things like that. Uh, yeah, I was a little surprised when it wasn't him directing because I had the same thought. Graham was yeah. watching it. Yeah. It felt very like certain scenes in like Once Upon a Time in Mexico and Desperado and those things like very. Yeah. yeah. And this episode was Kevin Trancheron. Tran- I believe so. Yeah. Trancheron. Yeah. Yeah. Do, have um, you ever seen anything he's done before? Either? Yeah. Doesn't he? Doesn't he do the Mortal Kombat film? Didn't he do that? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's that makes sense. That's the that makes that perfect quite well. The amount of hostiles and how much combat and choreography was going on. Listen, yeah. that movie made me <laughs> and you see some real yeah. you see a tussle in this you see, episode. Well, you see a yes, real tussle. That also works because I may have at some point, we'll get to it, have been yelling at the film at the screen, finish him. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll talk about when that comes oh, out. Yeah. I, yeah. I screamed do it. And you Yeah, exactly. It. Yep. <laughs> um yeah that's great actually that movie made me play mk11 for like eight months straight so um (laughs) i enjoyed that movie it was fun uh the the latest moral combat movie feel in this episode there's definitely some great choreography yeah we'll get there that's actually i think standouts i watched the episode again that really stuck out on the second viewing i was like this scene yeah 
is insane. Like the bar <laughs> fight, like not even a bar fight. It's just one character taking out a bunch of other characters. But we'll get there. Okay. Um, almost there. Almost there. <laughs> All right. Uh, quick, <laughs> quick follow up on the director. So he made a um, short film, Mortal Kombat Rebirth, which is a proof of design concept, which I remember watching way back in 2010. Yeah. Which is way back in the day. I know. Which is like the best Mortal Kombat thing you would ever see. So if you haven't, just go. I think it's on YouTube. Go watch it. Um, And that's why we ended up getting this new Mortal Kombat feature. He was supposed to direct it, and then they, and then it just didn't happen. So I don't know who directed the new one. So he didn't direct it, but he directed that one. He did, but he did the he did the the proof proof of concept basically that got that movie made, and it's really good. Like it's it's really pretty impressive. Yeah, deep cut. Yeah. Well, he did a fantastic job. I, I was like, this yeah. is Rodriguez at his finest. And I'm like, nope, it's Kevin Tentron. Okay. Yeah. But um, Rodriguez is an EP this time around. Yeah. I imagine he's helping with the tone and figuring out what. Yeah. It wouldn't be surprising if he was like on set for everything, just playing guitar. And oh, yeah. Awesome. No, 100%. 100%. I really feel that in this episode, especially just with the flashbacks. Yes. How, like, yeah. Awesome Boba is. I was like, nice. This is, and like playing to his episodes, I think, of Mando. Yeah. It was cool. So um, they're in the kitchen, uh, really <laughs> funny kitchen scene. Um, I don't, I, I recognize. Two of the droids we already mentioned the LEP droid, the rat catcher droid, which was super, super cute. Actually, yeah. that was a good beat. Um, and the yeah. administrator droid, uh, 99, I was in there, uh, I guess demoted somehow to uh, sous chef. Um, and then they had the chef bot with yeah. uh, six cleaver arms, which was awesome. Who yeah. pulls a general grievous, <laughs> yes. which is amazing. Yeah, wait, we, we, you know, we're also skipping over the kind of like xenomorph gel, the kind of like lightsaber goo that Fennec, we're skipping over all of Fennec's gadgets, by the way. Oh, you're right, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Like Fennec Shand has like the little cam, cam droids from her little like, cam bots from uh blade runner like this little right basically the sentry bot that can fly between the cracks and events and sneak around java's palace and it's sleek it's really cool i was like this is yeah. one of the most some of the most high-end tech i've seen in the star wars period and then she has this goo that's basically put on anything and just cuts through it and it actually makes the first time she cuts through the bars to get them in java's palace it makes the sound of like yeah the lightsabers of mm-hmm. like Luke and Vader's like lightsaber of like of them uh saber walking right like thank you I heard that noise I'm like that's a lightsaber noise it was amazing yeah, it was awesome that happened. yeah I was like okay that's amazing <laughs> just that's my favorite kind of Star Wars yeah lightsaber yeah crackling there was a lot of vintage noises uh, uh, especially with say. the Sarlacc when it like grabs a hold of Slave One it's like it lets out this peel. Um, mm-hmm. of noise and it's like it's like a classic this Sarlacc noise you didn't even know lots of big great classic that was I, that was a great jump scare by the way we'll get there yes right? that was a fin <laughs> adam you're the master of jump scares did that get you at all like i was looking i was like so, looking closer as, as a person who wrote, I was like, what, what is, yeah it's like a circle in there like what is that as a person <laughs> who wrote a rather and well way too long blog post about jump scares uh of my utter dislike of them uh verging on respect of them uh this is a good one 
because okay. and and I was with I was watching it with Carly because we were posting there going, <laughs> no, it's it's a great jump scare because you know it's coming. <laughs> yeah, you know, every yeah. second that it's coming and it still gets you. And to me, that's it's the perfect jump scares when it's not just a cheap. I call it, I, I have a I have a categorization of cheap jump scares, which is like, yes, you literally could just have someone jump in front of the camera and yell boo and it make you jump. That's not filmmaking. Right. This is great where it builds the tension. You know, it's going to happen. And still with music cues and everything else, it just it it, it just it, it diverts pops. you enough that it still gets you even when you know it's coming. <laughs> it was that's good. Uh, yeah. But rewind back yeah. to the chef bot <laughs> in the kitchen. Um, yeah. She uses that goo again, her gadget. Yeah. She uses mm-hmm. that goo just behind its neck. Like you're wondering how they're going to subvert Revenge of the Sith more than they already do. <laughs> <laughs> you're just right. waiting for that next tier of subversion. And then it's just like, oh no, she's just going to gel. Like, of course, it's the gel on the neck. <laughs> it's like it's over. I was like, nice. Yeah, it was really great. And the comedy beats in the in the kitchen scene were great. Like they're really well done. It was well done. fighting the lep droid, like yes. seeing around the kitchen. Like that was a classic scene. You know, that's a, that was classic. Chase, it was like Ratatouille. It was like yeah, it was classic. It's our first live action lep droid, right? Because they were all over. I think Clone Wars. I think we see one uh, earlier carrying a rickshaw, maybe. That sounds familiar. Maybe last episode there yeah, was. Yeah, that, that sounds was, right. That one had a ball, like a, a like a yeah. wheel on the bottom of it. But I feel like we've seen one doing something. How uh, great was it yeah. just waddling out in the beginning? Oh, like mm-hmm. that was priceless. And then the net. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I liked when nothing was going on. Like, I need more. Of, like, I need Star Wars to breathe like that more. Yeah. I need like just nothing happening for a second. I just oh. want to like see the hall, see the world for a second. So be in the kitchen with the chef. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this this kind of brings me to my one overarch like an overarching thing where I mentioned earlier with how much this show isn't moving geographically, right? And how it's how its pacing is so different than the Mandalorian. It is taking its time telling the story. Yet, it's also taking a lot more time to tell the story. These episodes are significantly longer than The Mandalorian. This one, I mean, I appreciate it. Ben and Grant had watched it before me, and I knew I'd have to watch it right before the episode. <laughs> and Ben said, this one's 48 minutes, just to let you know. Which <laughs> I thoroughly appreciate, because I was cooking dinner. I'm like, all right, if we start it by this time, I'll be able to watch it before the episode. But because I'm used to The Mandalorian, which is like, what, 32, 35 minutes? Yeah. They're they're really short. And so I appreciate this, that they will take the time to breathe in this episode, in these episodes. Yeah. 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 And uh, this is, that's one thing I felt was kind of missing from um, Rise of Skywalker. Just like, some yeah. breathing, some breathing. <laughs> yep. Like, breathe. get any, any the world is awesome. You, there's no time to breathe in the first half an hour no, of that movie. No yeah. time. There's a, yeah, it's not a fair thing to do, but I do always, like, that's what I want, a minute to just be in the galaxy. And, and that's just, it. Just like, experience the, it. And then Boba chasing the left droid, like, I don't know if it needed to be that long, but it's like a right. pretty long sequence. I was like, yes. okay, like I'm fine with that. Like I, I like just seeing weird, fun antics in the Star Wars galaxy. It doesn't need to always push the plot forward. So no. it felt very Star Wars. <laughs> like, yeah, it just, it just did. Yeah, yeah. And the the can good we news... go now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> great I think that's what from, uh, did it. Right. Yeah. Like I think having that dry comment at the end like allowed you to breathe and laugh at it and just be like yep that was pretty funny i am 
Boba Fett, like <laughs> yeah, holding yeah. the lep droid against the wall. I was like, I mean, okay, it turns so itself off. The bit I was is say, amazing where it turns itself off. <laughs> you, you may have mentioned, both of you may have mentioned that it was a, a superfluous or yeah. over or whatever, but I'm like, no, it worked. It totally worked. He said yeah. his name, and his name was so terrified that the droid turned himself off. He's like, yeah. I'm out. He probably, yeah, he knew who Boba Fett was. He probably, yeah. you know, worked around there, and he's like, yep, I'm out. Um, and I thought it was really great because I instantly grew an attachment to that droid that mm-hmm. uh, we do see him later in uh, the episode. Yeah. Uh, he's still still in the palace, still working Which... for Boba. Because Boba doesn't let a good droid go away, you know what I mean? It's a theme. Boba finds respect in anyone that gives him a good thrashing or go around Mm -hmm. in this episode. Right. He employs multiple things and people and creatures that have given him. Yeah. (laughs) Trouble. Yeah. He says something like, you're a fast little droid. Like bugger. Fast little bugger. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Right. Because the next scene, they're basically like rushing to get his ship. Yes, um, fire spray class starship. Yes, uh, and earlier we hear Boba. I think it's earlier. Boba tells Fennec, "I need someone who has, I need, I need brains and I need brawn." You yeah, and you have both. You have both. Yeah. And she proves it when she cock cold cocks a Gamorrean guard and knocks him out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Yo, she I was like, oh. her uh, the it was like Rambo for Fennec and mm-hmm. it's like the body count was like going in like the three digits. I was like, oh my goodness, there's but uh she uh shoots a gonk droid and it explodes. I, know. I instantly yeah. thought of a that. Double gonk. I was like, no! I was like, I was Carly looked at me, he's like, Are you okay? <laughs> Are you all right right now? That was hard for you. It was, it was One, hard, two, but you know. I will say that at least used its purpose to kill everyone. Yeah, it so it like felt something, you know, using power. So, you know, yeah. what are you going to do? It was an, it was an honorable passing for the, there was a, there was a weird moment in, cause that we have a, you know, young one at home. So we always watch these things with subtitles cause we can't have the volume too loud. And so I always get the weird comments of the, you know, the weird things and on the bottom. It said, it said, um, it said voice in foreign language and it was the gonk droid gonk. i'm like i'm like that's a gonk droid <laughs> what does that foreign language yeah. no, it said, no it was even weird because it said droid speaks in foreign language and i'm like no it just said it was, it's a gonk droid yeah rad um yeah that was a fantastic and again really long action uh action sequence yeah. just yeah. like out of nowhere and i love it like the Gamorrean guards, they weren't all just like, you know, cannon fodder. One like bucked up and jumped on the ship and uh, gave, you know, gave, you know, hit Fennec in the face. And yeah. Like, oh, great, great can we talk about that move she does to one of them? She like does oh, yeah. sweet move where basically it's like some Black Widow level. Yes. Like Krav like Maga. Sonya Blade. Yeah. Yep. Just like throws one off the. So I. <laughs> Whips them off their legs. Two times. They cut away before something happens. And I'm pretty sure in an earlier cut of this, they showed it. And maybe they were just like, eh, we got to cut a little bit. Two times people are about to go underneath the ship and get roasted. Uh, and there's a couple of real fast cuts where I'm like, that's a cut. Like they clearly had pre-vis or something. And, and like <laughs> Favre walked by and went, I like it. We probably can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it happens Funny. twice. It happens twice where they oh, cut wow. away real fast. More closely. Yeah. A couple of sorged bodies. That would have been extreme. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that sequence is uh, that action sequence is incredible. And then her, just you see that Fennec is this incredible sharpshooter at the yeah. end of that that scene. It's like the great button to the entire okay. sequence where she basically shoots this chain, opens the gate, they fly out. It's like it's triumphant. It was yeah, it was a sweet move. I, I didn't really catch the like the first time I saw it, I was like, yeah, cool. She's a good shot. And then the second time she's like, raise the gate, yeah. tumbles <laughs> back through the gate as right. the gate's closing, closing, pulls up, shoots a chain, a chain. from 20 Two doors. Are, one door is closing. One door is going to open based on this shot. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, does that, and then yeah, bang bang, her, her door closes, and they're out. And then the the music cue when they're leaving is like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <it's>, yeah, perfect, <laughs> yeah, we got it. Yeah, it was yeah, like a full like male choir, uh, which is what the uh, slave one deserves because it is, you know, I, this has made me sort of think they're sort of building towards like peak boba. I'm not sure we've got it yet, but like when Boba Fett is flying, you know, Slave One, it's a, like that's yeah. the yeah, it's peak. <laughs> that's peak, right? And like when Boba Fett is fighting off twenty people in his armor, doing his stuff, or just nodding, holding the E three, you know, flying his jetpack and shooting people with his E three rifle. Like I think we're gonna get some peak Boba Fett in yeah. his armor. We really haven't so. had much or any of that yet. No. So yeah. I think they're just building to it, you know. Definitely. Yeah. Um, That's definitely that. Right. And so then, then we have a couple scores to settle. A couple scores to settle. And my favorite, the first one, I, this no scene. So, um, it's so, so well shot. It's, it's just, so he's taking out the swoop gang, <laughs> the Nikto uh, speed, speed gang, race. speed racers. The, speed, speed bikers. Speed bikers. The, see, the, the shot is a beautiful because you just see the Nikto speed bikers running along and you just see in the background a little tiny ship gets yeah. bigger and bigger and bigger and you just know what's going to happen and exactly what you yeah. think is going to happen happens and it's, and it's just like it's awesome. amazing it's a, yeah. yeah it's amazing it just lays waste yeah it's amazing the shot of the, the shot where yes. he's flying over them can we talk yeah. about that it's almost yeah. like it looks like early american like western paintings of like you know yeah. buffalo hunting like it evokes like some of the most epic imagery I've ever seen, but it's like the way they frame the slave one and the way they frame the speeders. It's like, it was one of the most beautifully composed shots, obviously yeah. storyboard, the entire thing's concepted out, but it's that shot was stunning. And it, it's fast. There's no, it's not like there's a bike that is elusive, right? Like it's not like they do, they don't right. draw it out. It is just shows right. the sheer, like overwhelming power of that ship compared to a few speeder bikes. And he is stoic as always, right? Does not, there's no, there's no joy in his face as he's doing it. <laughs> I, he's just, he's just checking something off. Just nods and yep. it's like, yeah, that kicked ass. As much yeah. as I love like the Falcon and I love X-Wings, like Boba's ship really has the most like versatility and utility, like in terms of just like, you can yeah. we'll see it in that this episode. Can, you yeah. can cover like it's yeah you see everything in this episode so let's should we jump to that second 
score. <laughs> the the settle. the second <laughs> score wild. where it's just like, all right, we need some fan service. Let's yeah. give some fans. <laughs> let's service some fans. <laughs> yeah, let's just yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, like I am very happy to be serviced. Familiar wreckage. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I did not expect this at all. No, neither it, did it I. is fan servicey, but it also is like I think a major plot point, and we'll get there too. I will also say I do not. I do not look at that term. As a dirty phrase, meaning yes. that like no, it's no. okay, Fan it's okay service. to do There's things for the fans sometimes. Fan service. This but, to me was this was an organic character moment to me. I mean, he's just of course he would go here thinking it's still there. I forgot he shed it inside the. Well, he didn't. That's the thing. Yeah. See, I'm confused. So, he didn't. No. He got, so he got picked off his body. He got t- stripped from him outside. He was not conscious for that. So like he. Yeah. Okay. Right. This but is like why... he left the Sarlacc in his armor. He must have yeah. known that. <laughs> he climbed this out. Is why, that's this how is he why got out. Fan service is because in episode one, he leaves it. He is conscious, and then the jo- and then the Jawas fire and strip him of his armor. Okay, and he's conscious for some of that. I mean, you can definitely argue that like he was just so messed up from the acid that he just it's all weird and he doesn't remember. But I'm sure they were just writing this going like, yeah, yeah. But don't we want him to actually blow up the Sarlacc? <laughs> All right, let's just do it. You know what I mean? Well, so that's, like, it. so that's it. So that's it. Do it. It's an amazing scene. I I accidentally fast forwarded the episode. Oh no! When I first started watching it. Just accidentally, okay. I hit the remote and it just did that terrible thing where it just started. Oh, I hate that. Struggling oh, the that. entire episode. And I saw yeah. Boba like at the helm of the slave one, and I saw him like aiming at the Sarlacc pit for a second. And then I just quickly closed my eyes and tried to, you know, <laughs> no, 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 no. And, um, I, so I, I was always <laughs> expecting him once he, once he got his ship back was just like, go there and basically stare at it and have some like existential moment. And then just like just shoot everything, like all of <laughs> yeah. his firepower at it. Cause it <laughs> and I was like, I, and, that, and then when that beat didn't happen, I was like, mm, all right, but I, I do like that. It got, it did get destroyed. But the shot from inside the Sarlacc up, when you see Slave One yeah. slowly eclipsing it, yeah. is like to me is just it's an amazing Star Wars shot. Yeah, does that make sense? Like it, it's yeah. in my mind as a Star Wars moment, and I'm sure they really wanted to show that in the preview. That was the logic. I'm surprised they did. Felt like it felt like right. pushing the envelope a little bit when the Slave One like goes to like basically. Oh yeah, like, I had the like, same thought. Yeah, it's basically hovering at like one mile per hour, just right. like so it's like repositioning over the sarlacc pit it's that was crazy to witness yeah. <laughs> it's like what was, how is this happening where's yeah. the reverse thrust? don't think about science or anything yeah, i was like, like oh my don't God. worry about it it's like kind of made me like think about it a little bit that was i like, will say when it was hovering upside down the sand was getting kicked up underneath it so at least okay. there was some repulsor but yeah. but great i had the same thing when i was watching and i'm like I was like, I don't think that's how that works. And then yeah. I went, and then in my <laughs> mind, I went, look great. Right. Wait, Fresh we're watching theory. Star Wars. This is not science fiction. This is yeah. a space opera. <laughs> right, right. But I, I mind, do. Whenever you ask questions like right. that, yeah. the answer is always, shut up, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> no, good. I, that's... I had the same exact response that when I saw that, I'm like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, wild. And then, of course, I was like, <laughs> they found a way to use the like thermal imploder again. Yep, the Sonic, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah. Sonic. that was a crazy scene. Basically, the tentacle like ensnares them, and 
Like yeah, it's he, terrifying. Boba's trying to pull away and can't. And I'm like, oh, like Ooh. it's over. I was like, it's over. Like I thought the slave one was awesome. I thought I was like, oh, this ship is awesome. It can do anything. And I was like, oh, it can't escape nope. Sarlacc. Not a Sarlacc. Yeah. And not just one tentacle. Like, and if it got yeah. any. And we we see it in Mandalorian, which happens after that point. So we know it sort of made it. But yeah, I did have that thing too. I was like, it's gonna die. It's yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah. yeah. And then but, like I, we talked about but just talking about the Sonic whatever mine i don't know sonic what the, imploder I imploder seismic charge yeah seismic charge let's go sonic with that charge. sonic charge Implo- sonic charge sonic there imploder. we go yeah all right sonic imploder so That's i a- that is <laughs> one of the best sound designs in star yeah. wars history yes. and i i was i so second she hit the button it fell out i went nice <laughs> wasn't <laughs> again risky though because couldn't it have exploded oh like- yeah Verdict. Oh yeah! <laughs> Again, yeah. turn off logic. This is like, dink, no, 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 no. Dink, dink, just I'm like, just gonna hit this random thing. button and, and risky. I was like, oh. also back up a couple seconds. I'm just gonna hit this button and hope it does something that yeah. kills a sarlacc. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> regardless, that that's I went nice and Carly went what? <laughs> and I went just wait. And she's like, what was that? Because it's it's very subtle because they hide it underneath the sound the sand right. Yeah. And I went, oh, it's yeah. a sonic whatever I called it. She's like, what's that? I'm like, oh, from episode two. She's like, oh, that was really cool. Like, so again, from a person who's only watched the the prequels yeah. twice all the way through and is not the biggest fan, it imprinted on Carly that that thing is something that she recognizes, yeah. right? Like, that's oh, how yeah. amazing that that sound design is. Yeah, they used yeah. it in Mandalorian. Um, again. Yeah, <laughs> it was, that was a big surprise and was fun. This you <laughs> didn't quite have the the sonic. Like, <laughs> know. It wasn't like, as gratifying, but, it was, but it was still cool. Losing its gusto, yeah, but um, yeah, but then you know, Boba has to go swimming in that goo, like he has to return. Loves. <laughs> oh, it. yo, so that's, I mean, that's why I thought it did move the plot forward. It's just like, listen, he's going for it. He needs his armor so much he would go back into the beast. <laughs> yeah, we have a dead like, Sarlacc. Really? All yeah, right, okay. I like that. I like that reading. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, that's that's yours. It's not like, well, I guess we got to go. You know, it was oh, like junk. Yeah. Well, it's similar, right? He'll either get his ship or die. And he'll yeah. either get his armor or die. Like he this is these are or things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, nice. Okay. Um, yeah. So Fennec really coming up big. Um, and then they have another campfire scene with like more conversation with uh Fennec. And this is where Fennec's starting to come around. And you know, and she says, like, the Tuscans made you soft. Yeah. No. no. When he starts talking, it's made about me it. strong. Strong. And you can only else, go. So uh, you get can't so get far, far without, without a tribe. A tribe. So, good. so this is this, and this leads to the next scene we'll talk about. But um, right, that's we get kind of the what this what this series is all about. It's it's him finding a tribe, right? Yeah, Which yeah, we've really watched is. him do very slowly, and not as uh, I don't want to say obvious as a Mandalorian, but in some ways, you know, like we see him already with a tribe of two with Fennec Shand at the very beginning of this series. Master and then we Sass. see him grab, yeah, Master Sass. And then we see him grab the two Gamorrean guards, which, you know, maybe part of his tribe. Like we, we, yeah. it, it's been slow with building this tribe and it's slow to the point where you're not quite sure if this is what he's doing. And then he's put it on Front Street in this episode. Yeah. And then. The tribe grows to one more. <laughs> and we'll get there. Kindred, kindred spirits, though. Yeah. They are bounty hunters. Like he's finding other disenfranchised 
freelance bounty hunters out right, there. Right. I was going to say, doesn't he have a tribe? Right. Like, I mean, yeah. his tribe is bounty hunters. Like, yeah. It's just bounty was... hunters. Right. <laughs> but like, he seems to be like collecting of, bounty hunters. Family. Well, it's found family, but it's found bounty family. But I would argue it's not a tribe because you're all like, because you're negotiating over pucks. You're like not necessarily working together. Right. A tribe is something different. Yeah. It's right. But so, I'm just saying, yeah. like, he has his brother, Seamus. That you know he that he hangs out that he knows and that's sort of I mean they're not a tribe that sticks together but they get put on crews and they know each other I'm more saying this for like maybe down the road like he seems to be oh right yes. his I, new I, tribe I, his I, I see where we're going because I, I think this pool we're both gonna end up in the same place Ben <laughs> I gotcha yeah wink nod okay <laughs> um, I think he's also I mean he had a family in the Tuscans and they were yeah. taken from him and so maybe he thinks. You know, his father left him. He's he, right. he doesn't think family's long lived. I don't think he trusts anyone fully. Uh, obviously, Fennec Shan and in this scene where this campfire scene that we're talking about, this is really where they he makes a pledge to her. He's like, I pledge my life to protect yours. And was like, if you join me or whatever in this, whatever, right. in starting a gotcha and which which works, right? Yeah. Because yeah. if you think about it, she just wants profits, right? She talks about that. And he says, well, I'll cut you in on the profits, but you also get my loyalty. The profits coming out of Boba's thing does not seem all that big, right? And she could very easily just leave and go get all these uh, uh, jobs as an assassin and make probably a lot more. So it really does show that it was this pledge of loyalty that was something new that a lot of these individuals aren't familiar with. Yeah. So after this pledge of loyalty, after <laughs> After Sorry. seeing finishing, and um, uh, I would also say, like, uh, there's at one point, I think, um, where Fennec is like, I want to say, she's like, Yeah, worried about Boba when he climbs out of the Sarlacc pit, and he's covered in acid. There's a kind of moment of it feels like caregiving, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, real loyalty, real affection there in that moment, like wanting to help him, you know clean up from the acid uh do you still think a betrayal could occur do you still think fennec shan could there uh, the tables could be turned and fennec Adam. shan is this wild card up the up the sleeve here for i the do show? i do i don't want to i yeah. but i do i really i'm I'm gonna keep on this you're gonna uh, keep it, on this theory. yeah wow. yeah I, nothing's gonna shake me of it other than if we get through it, the season what, it doesn't happen yeah. How wild would it be if she does turn on him, breaks his entire faith in a tribe, and then he ends up being a bounty hunter again? <laughs> right. Yeah, like, like that's maybe that gets yeah. him. It gets him the reset. But I don't know. But maybe, maybe he's realized that the rest of the tribe he's grown is stronger, even though one betrayed him. You know. But yeah. we'll see. I don't think I don't so. Think, I don't the think only so. way she could be a, um, like if she could betray Boba in my mind is if maybe she's working for Crimson Dawn and like. Crimson uh -huh. Dawn is secretly running the spice trade and the huts right. have, have lost control for like, they haven't had control for like 15, 20 years. I will say, I guess the, the thing that may be proving or, or may prove me wrong. And, and this is again, another one of those things where I am more than happy to be wrong. Does that make sense? Like if we get to the season, I'm wrong. I I'd rather be wrong than right on this one, but um, it kind of, connects to the next scene and i guess we'll talk about that yeah. so so uh we're the person... out of the back to town right we're leaving the flashback now yeah. we're now in present day this is where Forever, the story starts maybe? heating up i maybe. love the structure of this show by the way when the show is like we're leaving flashbacks from our present day present day is tense it's like yes. a Michael man film i'm like excited to go <laughs> to get the streets like let's go yep. 
make like let, let's go like yep. no face let's we can just start up. moving <laughs> forward now yeah 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 um yeah so he's out the so so he gets his last uh back to treatment so that answers another question there we yeah. were all sort of wondering like is he dying right yeah or, no it there... seems to all just be that's it you are Sarlacc completely healed who does yeah. the voice for that medical droid it sounds like that's a good question. Tars from Interstellar. They're really it does close to the cars. chest with the voice acting. I don't understand. Sounds incredible. Um, unless sounds... it's like a super noticeable actor, right? Like uh, Matt you, Berry. They you tend are not completely to. healed. Just, they it's just, just don't just do so, like matter of fact. It's just very nonchalant. I love it. Um, yeah, I love when Boba's like, as the major domo like talking and he and and Fennec's like. He's singing like a yuzum. And I was like, <laughs> yes, more incredible Star Warsian dialogue. Oh my gosh, a yuzum? They just like actually called out that uh, character from Return of the Jedi, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was the yuzum. They're talking about the mods. I missed that. The mods, yeah. some more. I forget what they're talking about, but they're talking about the mods. Uh, the mods are doing something or something. another. But again, they called them mods, and I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, you know what? As a person, of the fashion style, like, I mean, yes, I mean, they are mods. Mods were on mopeds, <laughs> like, so I, I literally teach a 45 one of one class in my, uh, as my crime and 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 pop culture talks about mods and rockers and the history of that and everything. Right. So when I saw that, I'm like, all right, I guess yeah. as a person who literally teaches about it's mods and rockers, I probably term. should have gotten that closer, <laughs> sooner than this, but I didn't. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's a nice. Nice reference. Uh, power hates a vacuum. Yeah. It's another Boba line that comes in there. I love that he just takes every line that is more eloquently stated and then just does a Boba to it. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> he Boba fies. Not, not yeah. power abhors a vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> right. Power hates a vacuum. Power hates a vacuum. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Right. It's yeah. a little Boba on it. Um, um, right. And then are we straight? <laughs> oh wait, no. Then yep. he goes We're to the to bar, the right? Stuff. He's like, he needs to go hit the town, right, and show his yep. face, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, which is kind of ironic because he's yeah, yeah. showing really his mask, not his face. But no, true, true. Uh, and then flex on the locals. I think I think my favorite scene yet in yes. Boba Fett. <gasps> Definitely mine. <laughs> it's yeah. This is a scene that I think we've all imagined since you know Han talked about it. Yeah, you know, like yeah. We, We've as fans had this headcanon. I mean, again, it's very similar to the jump scare from earlier. Yeah, right. Because I, I start this, and the second you see Black or Santhan seeing the Trandoshans, I'm like, yeah. Again, I must be insufferable to watch this next to, but Carly seems to be okay with it. But I'm like, yeah, get those Trandoshans. This is, this <laughs> like is the, the Robert Rodriguez season. sort of content I thought we were gonna get was like bar fights and like, yeah. Hopefully, uh, by the end of this series, we get what I've be, hope, been expecting the entire time, which is a kind of shootout. But like almost everything gets obliterated in the shootout, like the production design, the set elements yep. like get obliterated. Like hopefully that happens. But, but we basically got that in this. Like basically you see that you see a room get just torn to shreds yep. in this in this episode. And it's powerful stuff. And it's stuff that if you're a really deep fan and you have read a lot of the legends novels and you know you've watched clone wars obviously and you know about the dr afro the dark the dark yeah and and read comics and the dark history of the relationship between the trandoshans and the wookies like this episode hits home in like a really cool way and it's like it's 
it's you understand the feud on a deeper level. Whereas I feel like fans who maybe just are just coming to the series, like I, they might just see this as two creatures that just fighting each other. They're just fighting. For us, it's like there's a it's it, a really dark yeah, blood feud. It took yeah. me a second actually when I saw it. I'm like, what is the? And then I was like, oh, Trend yeah. Oceans and Wookies. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a good, not good not to good. to put those two in a bar together. Yeah, and if you will recall the tribute that the um, Doc, uh, what's his name, Strusel, Doc Strassi, Strassi yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, gave to Boba was a Wookiee pelt. Um, That's right. So it's it's uh, so it kind of came full circle there. A little That's bit. right. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, this scene delivers on a promise from 40 plus years ago <laughs> yeah, yeah. but in, in like a very rodriguez tarantino yep. way oh, in a yeah, way tarantino. where they let it breathe for a yep. second they, first of all we need to talk about um you know like the the actors in this in this episode because i feel like um is it jennifer beals who plays garza yep. garza, garza Thwip? Like, Whip. she is amazing in this scene like yep yeah you know, or she's like, you know, I remember your years in the pit. You were like a your true champion. Prowess. Like you were a legend. Like the name Crescenten brought like the crowds by the thousand. Like she's yeah. just like this mod, like just trying to like talk yeah, him off. Talk him down. But just like, please don't coach Tearing a Trandoshan apart. And like to set set the scene for the listeners, if you haven't watched the episode miraculously, I don't know how you but stop listen listening. Go yeah, with. please just go back but and watch too, it. Too late. We've ruined ninety five percent of it. Basically, Chrysanthemum is in this in the sanctuary, Thwip Garza Thwip sanctuary, just hanging out, drinking some beers, in like getting like hammed. It's spilling all over him. Yep, getting uh-huh. hammed. A giant. Yeah, he, getting he looks, hammed. He looks like he's had a couple. Um, he's basically putting them back. Uh, and then he just sees these like Trandoshans who are like winning at the craps table. Yeah. like poker stock or something. And, uh, he just like, and then obviously, you know, as the audience about the feud and the, 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 the relations between Wookiees and Trandoshans, Chris Santan lights up his, uh, knuckle dusters and just goes, goes to town on like four Trandoshans and just like, throws them like one lands in like the worst way possible like right <laughs> off the back yeah neck snapped it's... i was like oh my like it felt like justice league like it felt like when batman's like the warehouse fight almost like it was kinetic like oh it yeah totally pretty tactile like yeah so great stunt work so great choreography for choreography i mean Kevin that's the, that's the thing like i feel like and you, you, I don't think there's another way to do this, but the first time we see him with Black Chrysanthemum fight was in the last episode where he's up against Boba and then the mods come in. And so we didn't really get him wrecking shop, yeah. right? We didn't see what he was capable <laughs> yeah. of. And so... Yeah. And also I, yeah, Boba we held his this. own. Yeah, because he's Boba. He's not four right. Trandoshans, drunk Trandoshans, right? Like, right. So I, I kind of wish that we received this scene first, but I, I get from plot-wise that you can't really do it that way. You have to show it this way. So it's nice that he gets his moment, right? You can see why he's a force. Yeah. Yeah. It was just fantastic. And then, yeah, of course, you know, picks up the Durandoshan, has both arms and both hands. <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows it's going to happen. And then like the beat stops. And like you said, Grant, it like turned into a Quentin Tarantino scene. Yeah. And it, th- I was trying to like put a name to it. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what's going on. Yeah. Um, and Garza. Garza. Yeah. Garza yeah. the whip, you know, tries, yeah. you know, yeah, really just compliments him talks about his glory talks about ki- how killing these Trandoshans would be yeah. surely it would be beneath you surely yep yeah 
And then Black K says, "Good beat here." Yeah. I'm just like looking at. Yeah. She's, she she offers him to like, hey, put him down. Like, just yeah. like you just hear the crunch and like the the tearing of flesh, and he just tears that arm off and whips it at the ground, spikes it up. It's like, wow, okay, we finally yeah. saw. But it wasn't like really shown in in a visceral or gruesome. No, way. It's it's a Star pretty, Wars way. It was pretty Hitchcockian. And, it was pretty like off screen. Oh yeah, but still, again, sound design makes it yeah, sure. visceral. But you know, Ben, Ben, you were saying like it, it's it's he takes a beat, right? Because yeah. <laughs> Garth's whip is giving him a pretty good deal, right? Like just yeah. put them all down, leave, and we wipe out your debt. Oh yeah, and, the and debt. He, goes, he thinks about it. <laughs> he thinks about it, and then he goes, "F you! Here's yeah. your money. I'm out." That's that's my favorite part. Is this not this like? It's not this like seeing red moment of rage. It yeah. is calculated, right? It's He's just like this decision. You could see him thinking like, "Is it worth yeah. the money?" It's worth the money and just like does it and then throws the throws the credits on the table and walks out. It's it, it's great. Great. It was worth a shot. It was worth a shot. And that's the best like, part yeah. is she is unfazed too. When it happens, she's just like, eh, <laughs> like you can just see her like hit it, hit it, Max. Like, like, yeah, just, hit it, Max. <laughs> yeah. And then like, she's so good. She's like the, one of the standout, I think, performances yeah. of the episode in a big way. Yeah, the, the whoever's doing the character acting for Black K, which I guess we don't know. No, uh, it's I, Carrie Jones. Yeah, Carrie Jones. Oh, it's Carrie Jones. He's incredible. Like, yeah, incredible. Uh, best. I mean, like best performance I've seen in practical makeup in a long time since like Shape of Water. Really, like, you really get a feel for his that character. Like, you know. oh yeah, he's a great, great character. And like, yeah, and then that totally scene, especially this they season. try to do a lot of cerebral work in that scene. Yeah. Yep. And I I think it worked. I think it was like this I reads if you put the the show on mute like you can just watch it like a silent film like that show works. You know, like that episode. Yeah. Yeah. It was so fun. It was so fun to see that. And then I was like, "Oh, is he going to recruit him? He's going to recruit him. He's going to recruit him." And now you've got that right, force of nature. Yeah. yeah. He's interesting. I was just looking up um uh Carrie Jones's uh background and has worked a lot in special effects and makeup departments hmm. like for the walking dead all that walking dead episode so he it's interesting he he's giant? not he is seems like he's a big dude i don't i don't they just have some regular pictures of him but it's just it's really interesting where he doesn't necessarily act in a ton of things right but he it's is kind of like doug jones from like like in the del toro movies like the, yeah exactly yeah. like yeah, it's cool. Like creature actors, like practical makeup actors, like that is, it's a rare talent, and he's and he's superb in this episode. And it's a different kind of Wookiee yeah. than we've had before. It's he's a he's a seasoned, you know, gladiator, yeah. and now turned bounty hunter. Who I love the scene where Garth Whip basically also like sets the stage for this this era in the Star Wars galaxy, where she's like, it's no longer a time of like cruelty and injustice. Like now is it's a new, where like the now there's like a it's a time of peace. Like the the galaxy's changed. Mm-hmm. Like it's a time of change. Like it, talking about the new kind of horizon. I don't know the words verbatim, but it's like talking about just like all the promise and hope of the new republic. And kind of setting the stage for where the galaxy's, you know, politics are at, or right. where hood is at. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's a great, uh, great part. And I like how Fennec is sort of his mouthpiece for all like the exposition stuff. 
and can sort of, and then that, that leaves Boba to sort of deliver the, the real heavy hitter lines. Yeah. And the tribe has grown. Yeah. Yep. We were, we were, I think we got we wanted what this I badly. really, 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 really thought and wanted from the yeah. end of the last episode. I'm so glad because it's it's this show is so brilliant that way. Where the show like, can instantly go for three seasons now because Santa's <laughs> part of the game. Like, I just I'm love down. last episode. He's like, you can go, and then he just runs out. You can see him just run out into the Tatooine desert. And I'm Straight like, to oh, the bar. I thought he was just going to offer him a job, and then just offers him a job next episode <laughs> you guys are missing yeah. the absolute yeah. best part of this scene though and the part that? that i thought you guys would be thrilled about which is at the very end garza thwips like hit it max oh i said that <laughs> oh you did say it i recalled it come on yeah you did say it you missed it there's a lot going on here but yeah you did yeah, say, did it. We say it, that man. oh garrett like, <laughs> yeah, we cannot pass over that that was it's worth double it's tapping awesome. on because... uh for sure because we did move fast and quick we did not linger on yeah. it um, okay yeah max rebo just doing his thing sorry i, yep. didn't, I didn't mean to emphasize no, no. so i also can we get a web like single episode a short movie of how max rebo survived the sail barge disaster <laughs> running i want that story yep is he on a separate thing though i don't think so i oh, think no, he's on he's the main on the... sail barge you think he, his like keyboard oh. actually has like thrusters on it and he wrote his <laughs> keyboard home across the desert yeah that just you know, be fun. jamming and soloing on his way back to yeah just like Max, I mean, his thing yeah. looks like like Yoda's, like like you know, like hover, uh, hover <laughs> totally. Scene. Like he could probably hover. Um. Anyways, that scene ends. Beautiful button. Recruited Santi. Yeah. Um. And then now we get to the real like meat and potatoes of the episode, like furthering the story of the the of Boba's fledgling, you know, mm-hmm. attempt at being a crime lord here, meeting with the other families who yeah we learned about. You know, these families in the previous episode, these families run the Mosespa. They have they've divided the territories up between the Aquilish, the Clatoonians, and the Trandoshans. Yeah. So there's only yeah. four families, which is weird. Right. Yeah, counting, but it's just, counting just Boba. Mos Espa, yeah, like counting one Boba. city. But, yeah. but if you're going like Godfather, it should be five families, but whatever. Yeah. We're like, okay. We're like, we, can't, right. we can't do it exactly. It's gonna be four I families. Mean, the fifth family technically is the uh the pikes. The pikes, yeah. Well, they're they're coming in. They're the uh, I don't know. I've I've lost my I've lost the trail okay. of the Godfather. Yeah, the, the metaphor here is is dwindling, <laughs> yeah. but we you get the idea. Um, yeah, this was great. So one little subtle thing here, they when in the first episode, Boba got two tributes from ro- yeah. other gang leaders. One from the Drandoshans, the Wookiee pelt. Uh, the first one was from the Aqualish. Um, and right. I don't know if it was. Right, what's, um, the, what's, the, uh, what's the leader's name of the Garfalaquaks? Garfalaquaks. <laughs> oh, nice. I was like, who's got that trivia answer? Yeah. That's going to be a trivia question. That's yeah. totally Garfalaquaks. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Remember yeah, that. I had that one in my pocket. I was, I'm waiting for the Garfalaquaks uh, black series. Serious deep cut from now on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they say it in the episode too. They're like, like oh, what multiple times. <laughs> yeah, they're like, make sure. I, I really hope and I want to see some video, some behind the scenes video that they gave Matt Berry the script God, with Matt just Garfalaquaks yeah. with no pronunciation. Just put it on there and just get go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Matt right. Berry it up. is pleased. Yeah, <laughs> yeah whatever he said. Dude, Matt yeah. Berry is making this show. I yeah, know. he's great. Yeah. 88 is standout. It quickly rising. If we do another droid episode, he, it, 88 and 99 and a lot of the droids in this Mando and Boba like really gone a long way. Yeah, <laughs> Very true. Just new scenes. Yeah, a lot of droid love here. I mean, even the yeah. mods are kind of some droid love, also. too. It's great. Yeah. We started talking about scene. One other thing before we get forward. So many aliens. We talked about this mm-hmm. in Mando that we yeah. want more and more aliens. Yeah. And we are getting, I mean, one of the main characters of our of our show now is a Wookiee. Right? Like, right. we're getting this. Anyway. Sorry, in last episode, we were talking about Clatoonians, and we didn't have, you know, one to point out. And now we get them, yeah. you know. We get them. And, and, and so, they're, they have lines. Like, this yeah. meeting is fantastic. We're hearing the different crime families speak up at the meeting, and it's yep. the Clatoonians talking. Like, and it it kind of like it did like break a little bit for me when like they were talking. It did feel like Star Trek, like a tiny bit for like a half second. It, okay, yeah, it did lose its Star Warsian luster for like a second. And I don't know what it was. It was the Clatoonians that did it to was you. It the Clatoonians, maybe. Yeah, it is the Clatoonians. You know what it is? It's, it's like specifically too much dialogue. Nope. And it felt it's like a deep cut alien. It's no, the popped bit. collars on the Clatoonians. Okay, okay. That's what did it to you. I yeah, guarantee thank it. You. Thank you. So, all right. So this was the the bit I was trying to get to you before. So he gets he gets uh, tributes from both uh, from the Trandoshans and the Aquilish, but he doesn't get one from the Clatoonians. Right. right. And so who's sitting at the other head of the table? Clatoonian yeah. boss. Yeah. And then they put up some nice subtle little connection. They say, why should we help you? Yeah. 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 They're the toughest. They're the toughest cell at the table. Um, That is right over a rancor pit. But he gets, but he gets, mm-hmm. yeah. And then he gets buy-in immediately. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, but not full buy-in, right? No. Just like we won't side against you. It's a you. weird deal. Yeah. The deal is like, just don't knowingly betray me. When it yeah. comes to the pikes, it was like it was a very simple, like just yeah. dealing with the pikes. Do not betray me. And it was like that seems easy enough. I think they're thinking that's very simple to follow. Like I just won't. Oh yeah, I mean they're totally they're not going, going to, to follow that. But yeah, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of factions that could be involved in this fight now. Like, are there rogue Tuscans? You know, are yeah, are they going to get double crossed? Who are these? Yeah, you know, I do feel Which, like. Like someone like with Fennec Shan yeah. alluding to the like someone else, not the the sand speed Nikto sand speeders, but like someone else could have killed the Tuscans, like and the pikes coming in, like showing this like a show of force. I feel like there's another element here. It could be Crimson Dawn. Yeah. I think there's some other overarching yeah. crime syndicate that's controlling the spice trade. That are not the pikes, basically, and not the huts. I agree. I feel like there's going to be another else. shoe that's going to drop. But I, I yeah. do love that this show is it, kind of exactly what I wanted but didn't think I would get, which is this really – it's a crime story. We're building yeah. all of these ancillary characters who have competing agendas. Some can work with others. Like the mayor's in on this who's just disappeared. We have we have the hut twins, you know, have left, but they're still out there. We have the pikes. Yeah. Like it's it's really great. Yeah. Yeah. I just looked back at our notes from our crime syndicate um yeah, yeah. treatise. Um, and and that had sort of the changeover, right? So we're in between right. we're in the new republic era right now. And according yeah. to this, but very early the, the yeah. pikes were replaced by 
two factions. Uh, one are the Red Key Raiders, and the other uh, was Kanji Club. Yeah. So not you know so I know you wanted to be Crimson Dawn Grant, um, but they replaced Suntool Pride and the Guavian Death Gang. Oh wait, no, 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 they were replaced by them. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll they're gonna retcon all this it's, and and Crimson yeah. Dawn will be the ones that do all that. But Kanji Club and Red Key Raiders, I, it wouldn't it wouldn't hit with the same force. But so, um, I would it, that those are technically all right. Wrap your head around this. The, the 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 New Republic era is the era with the most amount of time that we've seen in any Star Wars right. film, <laughs> right? So, which is really weird to think about because it's the least explored. So that's true, but we're only like a couple of years, five mm-hmm. years into the New Republic in right. uh, of thirty five years. So we don't know yeah. what that timeline sure. when those things happen. So there's a lot. Fights and dealings that could yeah. happen before it settles into those factions. Yeah, I'm I just, just think it's a great original. opportunity. I mean, like, I I'm a big Prince Jesus fan too. Like, if you want to do Black, yep. I'm like I'm down. But I just feel like there's a great opportunity to use um, Kira as a character, bring her back to the fold, I, and I, yeah. the Terrace Kasi and with the Dark yeah. Saber out there. Like, there's lots of fun. Like, yeah, why wouldn't she want to like fight the person with the Dark? Why wouldn't she want to do more fun? sword fighting with five rose swords instead of lightsabers. You want to hear a bold prediction? Yes. Lock in for an attack position. We do not get out of this season without seeing one of the following three people. Okay, here we go. Han, Lando, or Kira. You know, that was a, that's, that's fun money. That's the fun yeah. money. What about Doctor Afra? People are like a lot of not, fans are. There's a lot of fans, but those fans are a small faction of the larger percentage of people watching this show because the the, the number of people who read comics is is relatively small yeah. versus like because because these shows cross over to the general Star Wars fans, right? Yeah. So the general Star Wars fans went, oh, that's a really See, cool. I think, it, I think it's Kira though, Adam. Like you're saying, I, maybe, Lando, yeah. Um, I would make, yeah, yeah I make that a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes perfect I, sense to me. I hedged my bets a little bit by naming three people. But my point is, is we still need a baby Yoda moment in this show. And we haven't had it yet. Okay. Black Kersantan is the closest we've gotten to. Two huts well, we're about to and a Rancor. Or, yeah. I, but, but I mean, a Rancor, I mean, the least surprising thing is that we saw Hudson and Rancor in some ways, right? Like, we're, we, that we've been on Tatooine so long. Like, it's just like, they're so steeped in Return of the Jedi, well, let's right talk now. about where we we know where the show is heading at the end of this episode. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Let's we talk we're almost there. Thing here, we're basically yeah. uh, Fennec Shan talks about you know if you have the credits, like we're, we're basically we're going to prepare for war because the pipes yeah. showed up. War is coming. Yeah, the war is coming. You got to go to and, the mattresses. And, yeah, we got to find some. We got to find some muscle. And then she's like, I know, I know where to look if you have the credits. And then we hear the the Mando. You right. Know, theme music play shocked and yeah uh, it's just like are we going to get din, din Djarin for this like is that what's happening and then i yeah, and then that I mean, seems we like have the to, obvious like that seems weird. like force the call that's weird though right isn't it for me it's like i think it's a red herring for me i think that's almost yeah. like western motif more than din Djarin's theme and i think 
I think it is the, the next three episodes wait, wait, being like wait, wait, very wait. Western themed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his theme could be more of that. This one, the the whistle to me is more of like the Western, almost like it's gunslinger. Like, but it was also the like dun 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 dun. Like, right? The actual. They, it was theme. a pretty. Was and pretty I missed it completely the first time. Jenny was the one who was like, "Wasn't that the Mandalorian theme?" It's. I mean, it definitely could be because again, we know. The, these two shows plus Ahsoka is leading to a large crossover event. Yeah. So it makes sense that they're crossing this over. It's just, it's surprising to me if that's the way we're going, that that means the first time we're going to see post the child uh, Mando is in Boba Fett, right? Because we are now well, past that timeline. Yeah. That's I, surprising. I also, like, I yeah, also don't past. understand the whole like, Boba recruiting Din Djarin to like fight off crime syndicates when he himself is sort of like takes tributes as a for protection as a sort of like authoritarian figure that maybe Din Djarin wouldn't agree with. Like, I don't know. I guess Din Djarin I, yeah. comes well, he, world, so. Din Djarin doesn't have to agree to do it. You know, yeah. like they and also I think it's going to be Fennec Shan. I don't think Boba's going to fly. I want Boba to travel after this. Yeah. But they've already established early in the series at Phoenix, like, I can go do this for you. I would prefer if it was the whole team, if it was, you know, even like, you know, Chrysanthemum and Boba Fett and Fennec out on a mission together to go, like, gather muscle. Yeah. Um, but I think it, I mean, they did sort of drop the hint earlier that Fennec was going to be the one to do that and Boba would take care of stuff at home. Yeah. I, I would kind of like if they each go their own way to find one other person. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. That, that'd be a fun episode, right? Like the like Fennec, Kirstanthan, and Boba each go different places to find people. Yeah. yeah. So, so what I have, a, I have a feeling that oh. that the, the like kind of like the whistle and twang, the the kind of Mandalorian motif. Yeah. I, I almost think that that's a more general motif, a broader motif that could just deal with like sharpshooters or like lethal characters. Like yeah, or very Western like to be characters. A sharpshooter, mm. like he can basically like hit a shot from anywhere across. Hip shot, basically, is incredible. Yeah. Kind of like yeah, shot, quick fire, quick draw, kind of a um, bounty hunter. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if other bounty hunters like Din Djarin are introduced based on that sort of that sound that, like brand yeah, new characters you've never movie. seen before no like cad bane like western yeah, yeah. characters, so characters let's that break it... that sound you know yes. that specific sound all right let's break this down into two sections okay let's do if it is if it is mandalorian if it is dinjarin first and then let's do if it's anybody yeah. like who else would it be if it's not there's like a 90 percent chance it's dinjarin like yeah. yeah, or at least the first stop, right? Yeah. yeah. But so, what happens if Fennec and or Boba go back to him and like we got this war in our hands? Are you down to pound? <laughs> he's like, <laughs> well, he's down to pound some Beskar into more pieces of armor. Yeah, um, like, <laughs> that's what. That's no, what, or, what did you yeah, he's down for more Beskar. Beskar, if it's like in the mix, if he's like, I can promise you like three crates of Beskar, like whatever yeah. he can yeah. hit Boba, like I mean, whatever he can get, Ooh. like that. I him. mean, we also he loves the Beskar. We also don't know where he's at right now in terms of like emotionally. Yeah. Like he it just got be... rid of he got rid of the child, right? So we might find him at a low point where he's just like taken like pucks to go 
hunt people, right? Because maybe yeah. he's just like, I, what else am I going to do? And he's just yeah. doing it, and and finally someone approaches him for a bigger thing, right? Something again that he can get behind. Of like, oh, I can get behind this. Like, you seem like you you help me out. You seem like a good dude. You want to bring order to disorder. I'm I'll help you. Yeah, I mean, I kind of thought at first that if they went to him, maybe he's already in the throes of trying to retake Mandalore, and he's like, I'm busy, sorry. Right, Gone maybe. Off. It could be a very much like uh, uh, Wolverine in, uh, what was it, the first X-Men Origins movie, <laughs> where they, the the random uh, oh, Hugh Jackman what? cameo. Right, yeah, and he was like, nah. Bye. No. Goodbye. But then Except again, I think Din would agree to help Boba or in, in an organic way because uh, he knows the Tuscans and Boba could just relay yeah. the story that his life experience, his lived experience of the tragedy of losing the tribe to the Pikes. Like obviously, the Sand Riders didn't do it. It must have been the the pikes as fennec's alluding to it must have been another force like a, a, a syndicate if you will it could uh, be a syndicate or a force but here's the thing and i'm going to piggyback and and divert a little bit grant what you said about cad bane is that like we we don't have a we don't have a we don't have an equal and opposite force to boba in this show yet like like the pikes aren't going to pick up blasters and start fighting people so well do the pikes have, have heavy like we've just that's the thing like they're, they're, who's their heavy they don't yeah. have a heavy who's their heavy it could uh, be cad bane, cad bane. it's cad bane yeah he's <laughs> gonna be cad bane he took out everyone he's like you know yeah I took them out like they yep were, i heard you were there like you know he'll say something yeah. that's very western and weird yep. like do his cad bane thing and it'll be great like it will be great like especially in live action but like Again, if they don't go that direction, if it's Crimson Dawn, if it's like, if we just get more of Boba versus the twins, like, I'm fine with that as well. Like, I don't need Cad Bane, but... But who are the twins, heavy? the idea that there's gathering forces, and this is called the Gathering Storm, and it's we're heading to a big climactic moment here where Boba has to meet his match, and now Santi's on our side. Like, Santi's yeah. not... I thought Santi was going to be this drawn-out villain of the entire thing and have this epic showdown with Boba and, like, throw Boba around right. a big right. street, you know, somewhere in Mos Espa. Yeah, that's, that is an interesting point. We don't know exactly who he's facing. We just know he's pulling together a dream team of awesomeness. I mean, um, and, and don't forget, this is a show that is no, has no problem steeping itself in nostalgia. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, some other, like, real quick before we move on to the field, um, Din Djarin could be down and out. You're right. Like, he could just be depressed and drinking away in some slug hole somewhere in, in the galaxy. He could also be back on that uh, bucolic planet with that, like, girl. In the oh, yeah, that's where I was yeah. thinking he would go motivationally because, like, I. I feel like he connected with her in a pretty major way. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Helmet off, just being a fart, yeah. like a, a shrimper. And that's yeah, he like ate a meal with his helmet off. Yeah. It was like, it was right. Nice. And he seems to be coming to terms with that. If, if that happens and again, easy money says, or, you know, the, the money says it will be, um, yeah, it, it's going to move the plot forward for Mandalorian, which would be exciting. Um, all right, let's go to the field. Let's go to the field. So, like, who else could be on the team? Or like, why don't we start with like who Fennec knows? Yeah. Other than Din Djarin. She knows 
the bad batch bad batch if, right yeah you think about that which would be interesting because i don't think you could actually get to murrah morrison to play anyone from the bad batch i think they all look different yeah, you could enough. easily you just they could facial but... modification you know practical effects, or is it code is it effect. or is it wait is it cody who's still alive who's still alive in empire strikes back well uh no rex rex uh, Rex. Rex, yeah, you're right. Rex it's Rex. Old. Yeah, but you can make him up, right? Like I feel like you could do this thing where he she just has met Rex through the bad batch and there it's yeah. Rex, you know. So maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely thought about Rex too, because obviously yeah. he would be that would be a Timor Morrison. They'd actually age him up or something. Put right. a white beard on him, which would be I mean <sighs> It'd be pretty cool though, right? Or or like any other clones, like Rex and a couple other like weird clones, and they're all Tamara Morrison. Like that'd be pretty cool. Be great if you looked at me and went, Dad. <laughs> you no, no. I I uh, really wanted Camino in this series. Like I was such a get it. strange four. fan in that I wanted some. And I said, Adam, I think you, I one of you guys had oh, sort of theorized that like we would might get a plot line where it's like, uh. Howard is the imperial cloning technology connected to the Kaminoan like cloning yeah. technology and like um, operations and like I would love to go down that rabbit hole to see like what the Imperials farmed from the Kaminoans and how they do it and maybe how it's maybe not as perfected as the Kaminoans but like I don't know and like seeing a Kaminoan on screen again in a cool more thoughtful way would be really fun especially for Boba. So I had this thought, Grant, that like because they've established the flashbacks, that we would continue to get flashbacks, but they'd go further. Well, actually, he's not in the back to tank anymore, so there's no like device to do the flashbacks. So, all right, that kills my idea. But I was thinking they would go back further and start. He would start delving into his time on uh, Camino. But I think all that stuff of like you know Daniel Logan looking out the windows is just like him losing his dad, like not having it's just a, a metaphor. Yeah. It's just a metaphor for you. Like you're going to constantly lose your family. Like he loses yeah. the Tuscans. He lost his dad. Like you're yeah. you, like the, the family he's clinging to this newfound family. Like yeah. I think he might sense betrayals in the works or like people will betray him. I don't know if he has trust. I think he's still building all that stuff back up. Uh, I think he, I think he trusts Fennec. Like, and I don't, I think Fennec trusts him based on some of the actions I saw this episode. So I feel like they're pretty tight knit. Um, and I think Santi is an awesome addition. I think those yeah, three together, that's an, I'll read that comic series for life. Like that's a, that's a great trio already. Um, so if you if, add Din Djarin, like that is like the Avengers in Star Wars. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Din Djarin. I mean, but all right. So who else though? There's others. I mean, if, if we follow your, your, who stops your... them though? Like what's the threat? Cause like, right, right. you're going to get smoked. Like, Smoke. I don't know. <laughs> Like, what is in order here? Because, like, there have to be some heavies on the opposition that have to go against this all-star team. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. here's here's one. So <laughs> so are, let's just are we just we've been pussyfooting around the classic bounty hunters. So let's just dive into okay, the classic bounty hunters for a second, because the thing is, is I, I have a problem seeing Black or Santan and Bosk fighting together. Uh, yeah, right? me too. I ran but against that too. If the Trandoshans double cross and are working for the Pikes, that means we we could get one of the heavies on the other side. Could be Bosk. Could be Bosk. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There are, and to be fair, there are heavies walking with the like crime families when they leave Java's palace after the dinner. Like you do yeah. see some like merc you do see their bodyguards walking with them and they look yeah. pretty Pretty they look pretty tough. Like Yeah, uh, but you need a couple of like known entities. Yeah, they have yeah. to be known. Yeah. And they have to go against Fennec Shan. They have to go against Boba Fett. Like they have to go against Dinjar. Mm. They have to go against Chrysanthemum. Like we literally they, spent this episode uh, demonstrating the power of of Fennec Shan and Black Chrysanthemum. Right. right. Building them up, showing how formidable <laughs> right. they are. Um, I was thinking there's a, a and there's a raincore on our side. Like, oh yeah, and it's oh, gonna yeah. be Boba Fett riding Bo- riding raincore. a raincore. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. Um, I thought there's a world where actually our heroes get routed and and, and then yeah. the Clatoonians, uh, Trandoshans, and Aqualish actually break their like neutrality and and come in and save the day for the greater good and like he's made a difference. Maybe that's boring. It is boring. Yeah, but. it's more Robin Hood than anything else. It's like he's yeah. trying to just bet better the community you right. know and do what he can you know but it's going the about. other way he's like i mean he's bringing together these ringers and it's just sort of like any yeah. Like, yeah i would take boba fett's team against the field any day but i right. mean they're you know they don't have numbers right they, they got some red shirts in the mods they got a couple of gamorians and and then some you know avengers like you said um this is where it's fun to invent new characters though too like yeah yeah there'll be some the new bad guys are like all new new design new concept and how they how they fight how they operate yeah i mean yeah there could be a vacuum there and like oh i mean so you know what like they could create the vacuum ultimately if they defeat the pikes that's when the you know the uh kanji club and or uh red key raiders swoop in and, right. and fill that vacuum so they're probably not going to join in with the pikes but um, I mean, obviously, I was thinking. I'm still fingers crossed for Amara Jade, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love I'm it. Still I'm always on thousand to one. Amara Jade. Amara Jade, purple lightsaber. He's like, like, you're that's the lightsaber that killed my father. Like, I don't know something super campy. Yeah, that would be wild if they. I'm like, who do they have as? I mean, Ahsoka. He's out there, you know, that'd be far, you know, but if, if they recruit Dinjarin, they could recruit the Mandalorians. But I mean, the one that I thought was, I was like, Fennec knows criminals and she knows more assassins and bounty hunters. So yeah, low hanging for like, we get, we get Simon Pegg as Dengar, you know, Forlom and Zuckus. Yeah. IG-88. IG-88. Like then, like now we get the Empire Strikes Back dream team back together again. I don't also, know. they I don't like know. comedy on these shows, and if you get Din Djarin and IG-88, you're going to have comedy there. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because he's going to mistake him for IG-11. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. And so then that the, scene writes itself. friendly. He is yeah. the droid that Din Djarin, like, fears. Yeah. Um, as did, the Huts, who, did the Huts work with any other society or culture? More often, I feel like Twi'leks. And if if all right, yeah. so if if you go to Bad Batch route, you could go the Omega route, right? Which is interesting, do, uh, right? In yeah. and of itself, and Omega yeah, yeah, knows yeah. Harris and Dula. But that's right. His uh, his 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 sister's running around somewhere. Right, his twin yeah. sister. Essentially, um, that could be a pretty interesting reunion for like five people. Are for pretty much the listeners to our podcast. 
Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I wouldn't mind like a Princhees or like um, that species. Yeah, I mean, so here's the Bad thing. Guy. I I think you're onto something there, Grant. I think in the end, it's going to be a mix of um, people from the Mandoverse for to failing, to give yeah failings to give the people who love the Mandoverse their taste. People from the original trilogy to give the original trilogy fans their taste and things like Prince Zizor and other things oh, from Spanish. EU to give the EU people their taste. Right. So I think we're going to get a good mix of a lot of different things. So that's giving them, them a lot of credit, Adam. And that, that that's a tribute to how far we've come because I was like, okay, you know, like how are they going to do with the lore? That's a good lore bomb. But like this episode had so many amazing yeah. lore bombs. I think they could achieve what you're talking Wait, about. And also, so. do we leave Tatooine? Cause I think, Two episodes ago, maybe last episode, we talked about how how badly we want to see like a Nel Hutta or like a Narshadar. Yeah, I've kind of flipped. <laughs> I'm now okay it's if like we never leave. Now it's like never we, leave. We just I'm... got present day. We're yep. now just catching up to present day and getting like now it's really like this episode. This this show is really a three episode present <laughs> three episode yeah. series. Basically, I feel like I'm at home. A lot of it was flashback. And now we're yeah. getting we're really getting the present day story now. And it's really unfolding full time. I, I think Ben's right. I think I think I think Fennec Shan leaves. I don't think we get a lot. I think we just see her kind of walking into different bars across the galaxy. But I think Boba's settled on Tatooine. Yeah, I mean, we could bring in Cobb Vance. If he's still that's a good on. point. I mean, yeah. like, I'm talking about like who do they fight? Who are they fighting? Like Pikes? It's uh, an excellent question. The Pikes who have hired IG88 and and Bosk. uh and Bosk. Bosk. yeah, Forlom and, then... and Zuckus. Is yeah, Valance, maybe that's is what it is. Valance in this show, or or it's oh, like God. it's not just the Pikes. It's like the Pikes are like you know we need to defend our interests and they they're with the Black Sun. What's a yeah. classic? Yeah, what's a classic like when when there's when they do crime episodes like um in Clone Wars like what which syndicates like what are the armies like what is the threat like I feel like I feel like Pikes and I feel like um but Pikes like, alone Black Sun and, was there. Yeah, sure. but yeah. they're in the cartoons. It's a lot of copy paste, right? Like it's still like a copy paste Pikes. Like there's not recognizable, right? Yeah, there's no real, there's no real heavies, right? So if we if we're going into like comic book thing, we're gonna have um, Cad Bane facing off against Boba because now everyone has to have one to one one to one connection. We will have Bosk facing off against Black Cassantan, who That's is. Who is Fennec Shan's Kira? Opposite number. Yeah. Kira. Kira. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, Crimson, bring one. Crimson Dawn in there. Yeah. Kira and Fennec Shan. That would be actually a great yeah. number. I love it. Or it could there be um, Shizor. Nightstick. She- no. Destic. Oh, yeah. Shizor. Yeah. But he's not really going to like, he's not going to like get in the mix. You know, like he's no, not, he's not alien, like not fighting. He's or like, like a fighter. A fan, like yeah. A sword fight. Not even sword yeah. That might be where a new character Star- comes into play. Yeah. New character. Yeah. Oh, man, it is going to be something we're not thinking of it. And then when it happens, I know it's going to be a classic yeah. thing. And so it's going right. to be yeah. like something from Tatooine that we're not thinking. I mean, 
the, the I think the Tuscans are going to play a role somehow. Yeah. But I, yeah. I don't know how. Like, it could be with Boba. It could be against Boba. It could be, like, some other tribes. And it's just, like, you know, then he has well, to face that. I have a wild idea. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what Tuscans look like without their right head wraps on, correct? Right. So correct. we don't know if the trainer lived. They could very well bring Stop her into this Tuscan. in some way and have her not be a Tuscan anymore. Yeah, I was thinking about that earlier when you mentioned that she's still alive. I yeah, she I mean that would be, be cool. A Jedi or something. Yeah. Yes. That yeah. Could be the... Couldn't she be the Jedi? The like. Sure. She could be Mara Jade. <laughs> Couldn't she be, she be a Mara Jade? <laughs> She's Mara Jade esque thing that's like this meta. Like, we know you want Mara Jade, but this is just a new character that wields Mace Windu's lightsaber or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a trigger for Boba Fett. Jara Fett Learns to like Jara get past Maid. that fear. Jara Made. You're cool. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. yeah, that I love that idea. I love that idea. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's a bunch of lightsabers just kicking around Tatooine, right? Like maybe like Qui Gon's old one or something. But yeah, it could be the you know purple lightsaber if it's if it's Mara Jade or Jaramade. Um, yeah, I love that idea. That would be fun because I think I think we're gonna see a lightsaber before the series is done. It's Star Wars. We're not getting through this. We're not getting. No, out of this no, thing we, 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 we're not going to. I don't really. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. We got through. We got through all of. Oh no, we got the dark saber at the end of season one of the of the Mandalorian. So we still got a lightsaber at the end of that. Well, and so. and oh, Luke Skywalker's green light. No, no, but in the second season, I'm just saying. Like, if did we even get through one season? Yeah. <laughs> of no. the Mandalorian without a lightsaber, I'm like, nope, we did. At the very end, there was a lightsaber. Yep. Yeah. I have a fun thing about the prequels is that Lucas doubled down on the I mean, the armor and the design in using Jango Fett to do like be more active than Boba Fett was in the original trilogy. Yeah. And then when he fights, he's and he's fighting like a Jedi in, in Obi-Wan and like it was a perfect matchup. Like that yeah. armor with all those gadgets versus yeah. a force wielder yeah. with it was a lightsaber. Awesome. It was great. like it was a great juxtaposition of like all the tools and assets. You could subvert the moment. You could do yep. all these fun action beats. Like it was just so cool that Django had all these old tools. Yeah. And we want show... obviously has all these old magical abilities. And just show that someone people yeah. can hold their own against Jedi. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I I cool. mean I just I want to circle back around because I just did this math like if we get through this season without seeing a lightsaber <laughs> this is kind of the first Star Wars property to not really? show us a lightsaber in like if we're if we're equating a season to a movie which I think is a fair thing to do right like that's it yeah. like so yeah we're totally going to see a lightsaber Right, when Solo came in under the wire, was so close. What if the trainer was a Jedi or something? Yeah, I love that. I'm on board with that. I love that because we, I mean, the whole story with Boba shows that they are willing to accept outsiders into their culture. Yeah, yeah. So it could have been someone else abandoned on. Oh, are we talking about synergy here? (laughs) Is this going to be like one of the one of the whatever? Is there going to be an Obi Wan? One of the um, uh, inquisitorious. Oh, no, they're all dead because it's it's post. No, but that's my oh, point. No. So in the in the show, oh, Obi-Wan, is there a... one 
that's going to end up leaving because okay. Obi-Wan ended up kind of turning her and she ends up joining with the Tusken Becoming Raiders. Tuscan. And this is the end of her story. Uh, that's pretty that's good. interesting. That's, that's fun. Interesting. I don't know. It does look I, like I, there's black. I doubt there's that level of synergy, but probably not. Who knows? Who it, knows? it does look like she's got black dreads, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm trying to think what, like, well, Sarah Junda. Oh, so right, right, right. Could, that could be her. She'd be pretty old by then, though. She would have some gray in that in those dreads. Yeah, oh, yeah. she'd be yeah pretty aged at that point. Um, yeah, it's probably gonna be a newish a new character. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna get a lightsaber personally. I think I think now that there's huts so early in the I think now there has to be a massive shootout, and I think um, like a basically like a once upon a time in Mexico or like Desperado. Like if you watched. Yeah. I mean, Rodriguez's filmography, like, you know, some of like the big action beats he's known for. And it's like entire town squares. Like, yeah. Like, like long gunfights, uh, but it's creative and it's smart and the characters are witty. There's quips. There's incredible, like com- comedy in there. Sometimes it's like, right. it's a really sing. It's singularly like that his style but then you have these great directors coming in and adding their flair yeah i, mean, I love what the show is right now and tomorrow morrison's knocking out of the oh, park so and good. ming not is crushing it yeah um, she's great they yeah. are they are developing moss espa as a location we're getting a lot of we're getting a lot of shots out in the streets like part of me is almost positive episode seven is going to be exactly what ben's or exactly what Grant's suggesting, which is like a 45 minute to an hour long, like shootout, quote unquote shootout in Star Wars land between yeah. the two factions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're, yeah I'm also, do you guys do, I'll, I'll, t- I'll say this. I think Jabba's palace could get leveled before you get a lightsaber. Mm. Like, yeah, you know, Maybe. I mean, I'm kind of fine with it. I, I I think we've explored it as much as we need to. Does that make sense? Like, I it's okay. I love it. It's great. It's fine if it's done. Destroyed. No, I don't know, <laughs> I but just like, I'd be like, no, the architecture, the Bomar monks worked so hard on that. Like, yeah. yeah. Did the scene where they're just like on the on the uh, uh, like balcony at the top, just All like right. overlooking yeah. the the Dune Sea, is like, I mean, no, I want to be in there. That's like, actually, there's <laughs> like, like so no, much of me. Yeah, I love cross section. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, that's all I'll say though. Like, I don't know if we're gonna see a lightsaber. I feel like there's other story possibilities. That could be. I agree, but yeah. they are obsessed yeah. with their lightsabers. The way that the speed at which this show is moving forward, I, nothing's off the table. Don't get my expectations up there, guys. Like I will. Also, <laughs> note that I didn't say I'll we're going to see a Jedi. Jedi. I said we're going to see a lightsaber. A lightsaber, right? When this episode ended, there was like two things I was really stoked about. One is I think they were going to leave Tatooine. Like I think they've someone's going to leave Tatooine, and I thought that was really fantastic. Um, yeah. If you were to look, where are they going? They're right. Who cares? Like, let's just go. Let's go. Start I want to see something else. Now, Hada. Yeah. Now, Hada. Right? Sure. I mean, that would be great. That makes perfect sense. I mean, some hype of scum already, right? Because you got to think about general audiences. General audiences heard the term the planet Nelhada already, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, 
now we can go there because we've been made aware there's a place where the slugs are from, you know? Right, right. Right. The second thing I was stoked about is that this is the sort of B-level star. Like, they're out searching for the B-level star, like, lore bomb that I've been looking for. And it could right. be end of, it could be dozens of different characters from clones. What if like it's Navarro to, whatever? What is it? What if it's who? Navarro, like the planet from Mando. The, uh, there's nothing there. What if that's it, though? Grief Karga, just like are they gonna hire some <laughs> are they gonna hire some bounty hunters from Grief yeah. Karga? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's like C D level like like yeah. start. I'm yeah. like, I wanna yeah, but... you know, I want a Dengar or Rothgar Dengar. Yeah. They, They're at Nelhuda, right? They're like Narshadar, Nelhuda. They're like yeah. cyberpunk. That's why they've already they've already shown us the kids, the mods who are like cyberpunk kids. Like eventually we're going to get entire cyberpunk environment i imagine and where you where do you do that you do that on those those junk worlds those like swamp right cyberpunk junk worlds yeah yeah but but i agree like when that when that ended i had the same thought of just like this could go in so many different directions of who they're gonna hire like yes they they hinted with the with the musical you know flourish but i had the same thought of like i'm like there was no like, well, of course they're going to get blank, right? My mind just kept mm. going, well, it could be this or it could be that or it could be this person or that thing, which is awesome. I'm very excited. I mean, other than that musical yep. motif, which I mean, I, I, I do think it's a red herring. I do too. Or, or, like, it's a the cat most... calling card, not Amanda. And like stepping in the door, all subverted to think it's Dinjarn and it's Cad Bane. Like, yeah. I, I'm hoping for like, last jedi level subversions like i still yeah. want these big what like that's happening okay like it's like a big you know change wind in the story you know yeah. i like those moments yeah me too me too i hope that and and they've brought those for the most part it's been yeah. kind of fun a good mix of deep cut pulls and um and some new original characters that are fun uh, agreed yeah all right. Well, we got an agreed from Adam, so I think that's the uh, door. This is a bookend. That's how it goes. <laughs> that's the. It's ten thirty. Let's I'll not say talk now, about. I can get eight hours of sleep. Cooperation. Yes, rich. Uh, thank you so much for indulging us in this. This was so thank fun you. to talk about. I hope everyone enjoyed listening to it um, and enjoyed this yeah. episode. And oh my goodness, I cannot Man, wait. I remember your times in the pit. I remember. <laughs> I remember and, when we uh, drew, the drew the crowd by the thousands. Yes. <laughs> and uh, before we leave, just a quick shout out to Norway. We're in. We're up on the charts in Norway right now. Really? Gosh. Yeah. Thank you. Norway, Norway loves us. That's, apparently, yeah, we hot, we do baby. well in the. We do well on. It's hot. It's we hot. do well in the in the in the yeah in the the Nordic Scandinavian countries. So. All right. Well, they're all beautiful. I will visit them all happily. Oh my goodness! Yes. I would love to just go to a you know cheese shop on the side of the road, yeah. and then somehow someone know our podcast <laughs> talking about Star Wars for like yeah yeah. I I would love love to visit the fjords of Norway. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I'm down to talk about Star Wars with uh, with anyone. Um, I'll give a shout out to Ethan. I don't know if you started listening to us this week. Uh, we talked some Star Wars over the weekend. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, Hi, Ethan. hope he's down. 
Um, cool. Well, um, again, thanks everyone. Uh, we're going to get after this again next week. Thanks mm-hmm. again for listening uh, to us. And um, yeah, may the force be with you always. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember, the force will be with you always.